0: Hi, and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. I'm Grace Berman, a senior director with DaVita University.
1: And I'm Doug Miller, a master coach and faculty member here at DaVita University. Today, we get a cool chance to talk with Amy Young, vice president and general manager of DaVita Clinical Research, about life alignment, and, you know, here at Devita, we use this phrase, life alignment, uh, and it's a, it's a unique and different phrase. But what it really means is that it's bigger than just work-life balance.
0: Yeah, so, Amy, I'm thrilled to have you on as a guest today, mostly because I've had the pleasure of working with you over the last several months in my role as Wisdom Liaison. And I've learned that you're not only the vice president and general manager of Devita Clinical Research, but you're also a musician, and a singer, and a mom, and a wife. So, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to juggle. So, how do you do it all? Uh, well, sometimes successfully, and sometimes with challenges. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff to to handle. Yeah. So it it seems as though.
0: Um, we brought you on here because we were talking about how you had some strategies to help to prioritize those things in your life. So, can you talk a little bit about how you came up with those priorities?
2: Yeah, it's definitely been a work in progress over a lot of years, um, and I think the the things that have been most helpful are thinking about my own boundaries and then sharing them with other people. Um, so really talking about what's important for me, talking about how my day works, talking about how I want to engage with other people, what they need from me, what I need from them, um, that helps me maintain the things that I've prioritized. Um, and whether that's, you know, fitting in time to take piano lessons in the middle of my life, (laughs) um, or it's, um, you know, my husband and I playing music in our basement, which we call the boom room. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes. Fancy. That does sound crazy. I'm not sure our neighbors like it, but we sure do. <laughs> um, or if it's just really, you know, getting a lot of really great stuff done at work in a team. Um, I think it's about really spending time on yourself and thinking about what's really important for you. What are your personal values and prioritize those, but also share them. Right, so if you don't talk about where you're going, um, it's really easy to lose that accountability. And when you share it with other people, you're more likely to stay on track.
0: So, in terms of being able to fit all of that stuff in, how what what practical things did you have to do yeah. in order to make that time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, well a few things Uh, if you're like me your inbox is probably a really unmanageable thing Um, I've worked on this over years and I've had a lot of direct conversations with my both my direct reports but also people that I work with a lot where I'd say you know um, email is just not how I want to (laughs) communicate right and so had a lot of conversations about hey if it takes more than two emails to go through something, let's pick up the phone and have a conversation. Um, It's a nice boundary because I think sometimes we feel like all we do is email. We just email and sit on phone conferences, and it can feel really unproductive. And so having a conversation about how you like to communicate and what's valuable there is good. The other thing I find um, for myself is if I'm only focused on email, for example, and then I stare at my list of things that only I can do and that I'm responsible for. They don't always align, right? And if if I get my inbox to zero, <laughs> I've gotten done what other people asked of me, but maybe not what I can have the most leverage on or um, things that really nobody else is doing if I'm not doing them. So I try to create that balance um, and also share with people, I'm. I'm not gonna to respond to your email, maybe not even in two or three days, right? Because I don't view email as urgent. But a lot of other people do, and so without that direct conversation, it's uh, it's hard to manage that boundary.
1: And, and when you're setting these boundaries, how do you make sure I don't, I don't know if our listeners are in the same boat as me, but I get really scared that I'm going to upset someone when mm. I set that boundary and that it's going to disrupt the relationship. Mm-hmm. How do you manage? I don't know if that's been an issue or how you manage through that.
2: Yeah. Well, I try to create a different pathway for people to get their needs met, right? So I say, I realize you need access to me for whatever it is true in our relationship, right? Whether that's decision-making, or it's feedback, or whatever it is that I'm working with that person. Um, And so I try to give them multiple different ways to say, like, well, here are all the ways that you can get in touch with me, and here's the ways I'm going to be most responsive, right? And just know, if you send me an email, I view that as not urgent. (laughs) You send me a text message, I will respond to that within a day, right? So I try to give options of, however you need me, here's how you can get me.
0: So that, those are great examples of how you set boundaries with other people, right? Because yeah. some sometimes, I mean, most of the time, I would say people don't know what you want unless you say it out loud. Mm-hmm. They cannot read your mind, um, except for the very few who who might be able to, I suppose. Yeah. But <laughs> when you or think they can, <laughs> or think or they can. exactly, yeah. exactly. So in terms of setting boundaries for yourself, though,
2: yeah, you know,
0: things that you want to be able to say. I'm not going to indulge in this, or I'm not going to let myself off the hook for this. Ooh, much harder. (laughs) What what have you done? um, Have you had
2: to set up a boundary for yourself, and how does that work? Ooh, so much harder, right? Um, Sometimes I just sign up for things. I think that's part of the reason why I started taking piano lessons, right? I'm not going to just fit that in on my own time when I want to do it. So now I have someone to show up to and to be accountable to, right, the teacher. Um, and when my husband and I had our son, boy, that was a lot of boundary renegotiation and, (laughs) and just learning how to handle everything. right? Right. And sort of constant renegotiation. Um, and we, we had to actually come up with, okay, these are the things that I need. These are the things that I need, um, to both be good parents and spouses and, Humans right we each had our own personal needs. Um, my husband's an introvert. he needs time alone, and he became a stay at home dad when we had our son, so it was actually extra stressful for him because I was traveling a lot, and he's like, well wait a second, right I'm at home by myself, being dad, and I had like no time to be my own person. so we had to come up with a plan to say okay here's here's how I can try to better manage my schedule so that I can give you space to have your your spots to energize yourself again. And I get my spaces to energize myself again. And the reality is, is I, <laughs> sometimes I did well at my commitments and sometimes I didn't. And the way that I kept that boundary was asking him for feedback, very specific feedback, which was really hard um, to say to your husband, well, this is what I said I would do and how well am I doing? and i often graded myself much higher than he graded me <laughs> yeah.
1: it's it's interesting i've heard a story of another leader in the organization at uh, at the sunday dinner table doing an assessment and having his children assess his life alignment for the week yeah and the reality check and getting some cold hard truths thrown back at him around that it's hard
2: yeah and it's, it starts a nice conversation about what, uh, how others experience you and what it is that they need from you versus what you think you're giving.
0: So let me ask you this, too. When you're, I, I think a lot of parents out there can identify with this and how mm-hmm. much of a struggle it can be when you go from just having to be a partner with somebody to having to be a partner with somebody and be responsible for this fledgling life (laughs) that you need to keep alive and groom to be a decent human being when they grow up right but your life alignment before then could have been much more it it was much easier for you to figure that out Mm -hmm. and just go with it right now you've got to work together with your partner to make sure that your life is aligned for your child or your children. Yeah. So how did you have any surprises when that happened? Did you feel like your you and your husband really had to come to some some real tough, you know, agreements?
2: Yes. Um well there was a couple of things that were interesting. Um I definitely was one of those people that loved to work late, right? I would leave the office at like seven o'clock at night. That had to stop. (laughs) That was not going to work. I would never see my child if that continued to happen, right? Um, So one of the early decisions that I made um, was I was going to leave the office by 5 o'clock no matter what. Uh, But I had to have that negotiation with both my spouse and my boss, right? Mm -hmm. So I called my boss and said, hey, I used to be here really late. You would get emails from me really late. You could talk to me at 8 o'clock at night. It was fine. And that can't happen anymore. Um, And I still had to say, right, like, here's what you can say. I'm still going to get the job done. Here's all the things I'm still going to do. And here's how I need you to engage with me. Um, Were you nervous
0: about that, going to your boss and saying, I cannot do that anymore? I'm not going
2: to do, yeah. You know, um, what's really interesting is I think (laughs) I was nervous. And I think a lot of times we put walls in our own way. Right. So was I nervous about that? Yes. Had he ever told me, I need you to stay at the office until seven o'clock? Never. Right. So it's funny, right? It's, It's only until after you have those conversations sometimes and realize, oh, that was my own barrier, that it wasn't as bad as you thought it was. And then the other thing I would say, you know, at home, the perception of how I was doing versus how my husband thought I was doing, I, I ended up actually bringing some tracking into our life. And um, it was not at all like a PowerPoint. We didn't sit down for a monthly operations <laughs> review or anything like that. <laughs> we did not have a dashboard. <laughs> it was a little less formal. Um, but for for me, it was, it was traveling in our family that was the big stressor with a young child. Um, and so we started tracking. Traveling, and he set a really crazy goal at the time that seemed unreachable, um, and I've now reached it many, many years later. <laughs> but, but that was it. Was an interesting time because he he his perception was, hey, I feel stressed because you're traveling a lot, and we would sit down and look at the metrics and say, oh, well, I'm actually on the target that I said I was going to be on. What's interesting is that kind of led to another conversation about well. Actually, when you're gone for a whole week at a time, that's really stressful. And so it wasn't, it was through this iterative process of having very specific conversations that got us to a better place where it was like, well, if you take shorter but more frequent trips, that's easier on me. Versus in my mind, I thought, well, I'll just try and pack it all in and be done. But we didn't come to that discovery without sort of real data and something specific to talk about.
1: Sounds like you just had a lot of negotiation and that created the opportunity for a lot of learning. Yes. So that you could get both come to the table and feel really, really good about what was happening. Mm -hmm. Part of what you're sharing reminds me of this concept we teach in academy around in personal relationships. Oftentimes we're evaluating ourselves based upon our intentions. And the other person is evaluating us based upon our impact on them, right and so it sounds like that's part of what was happening um, in 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 your the dynamic with your husband definitely yeah
0: and I love how you talk about your life as your life, not your work life and your home life, but those things had to come together mm-hmm. to get you to align to where you want it to be, yeah, with your life and your family's life, mm-hmm. and that's that is so important that sometimes we often forget about it.
1: Yeah, that's that idea of life alignment. It's not a ba- it's not balance as separate things balancing work and personal. It's aligning our work and our personal. So as we as we kind of come to a close of the interview here, um, Amy, what what one tip? we We end all of our our podcasts yeah. with a with a very practical tip that our listeners can go out and do very easily what would you What would you offer up to our listeners
2: uh, I would tell them to do the hard thing, which is to ask for that feedback from someone and do it in a way that's really specific so instead of saying, "Oh, did that go well?" where people will automatically sort of nod along with you and say, "Oh yeah, oh, you're doing well, you're doing well um." Ask for something specific, like uh, is my traveling impacting, you know, your ability to at home, or is the time that I'm getting home from work, does that enable you to get to your, you know, gym at the t- on the time that you want? Something very specific, so that it takes the defensiveness um, and the generalness out of it. Yeah, I like that. Asking for feedback. Novel
0: concept, right? Right. So you you have a specific intent in mind. You don't know how it's going to land. You should just ask how is this landing for you with Mm -hmm. your partner, with your boss, with your teammates? How am I doing on this life alignment commitment?
1: Make it behavioral and specific, not broad and general, but behavioral and specific around something very specific in the of what you're working on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love
0: that. Thanks for the great hack there.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. Well, Amy, thank you so much for your time today. It was so great talking to you and thanks for sharing your stories and your tips. Yeah,
1: thank thank you. you, Amy. I feel like we could spend another 30 minutes, but maybe we'll have you back sometime. Yeah.
2: That'd be great. Awesome. awesome. Thank awesome. you. Thanks, Amy.
0: Doug, I really liked Amy's tip that she shared there at the end. Yep. Um, just can you imagine actually asking somebody for feedback uh, on a life alignment commitment? Right. And it's one thing to self-assess, it's definitely another thing to have somebody re, you know, show in the mirror what it looks like to them. Mm. So I'm definitely gonna try that one. Cool. And so just th- thinking of last week's tip that Rebecca shared with us, did you get a chance to try it?
1: Yeah, I went, you know, I re- looked in my life for something that wasn't going the way that I wanted, and, and it was actually a personal thing around my parenting. And uh, I was kind of, I realized I was stuck as a victim and getting frustrated. And then, you know, based upon Rebecca's feedback, I really reframed that and got clear that I could lead myself and my family through it. And so I was able to sit down and have some really good conversations, get focused on what I could do and get into action.
0: I love that example of leading without authority in your personal life. I think we think about work so much in our personal life. We we suffer a lot sometimes and we don't feel we have the the power to, to move ourselves forward. Thank you for sharing.
1: Yeah, it was really it was really big and important to get this get this moving in the right direction.
0: Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear from our listeners on their stories and how it's going for them and if they've tried any of the tips that have been offered that have been offered. And so please, listeners, go to DavitaWay.com, click on podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Give us your feedback, share your stories.
1: And make sure that you subscribe if you have not already.
0: Great. Well, we look forward to, to um, being with you next week. One for all
1: All for one.